Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week and from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts and I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin, and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to buy now. You will Jayla. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Come to see us in Atlanta this weekend. And then we're on a break it's for sold. like a month. Well, oh, it's it sold is out. Sold oh, out. So like, I don't know how they're going to like follow that. Oh, well, if you don't have tickets, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky people are seeing us in Atlanta. We do have actually a few guest spots. So if you really are desperate, you know, send us a DM. Maybe you'll get lucky. That's a good idea. Just saying. Like, I like to use our guest spots. So if you, if you, we don't know anyone in Atlanta except for our dear friend, Ray. I'm we just know, saying if Ray's you coming. feel, if you're feeling like you could get lucky, send us a DM. But more importantly, more importantly. If you say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to scream. Oh, I wasn't going to say like Addison Ray is back. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> Dallas showed up. I was going to say. No, I was going to say buy tickets to see us in Minneapolis. Right. In Minneapolis. <laughs> And Chicago and Vancouver. And LA. I ran into a hooligan last night at Julius of all places. And uh, wait, of I'm sorry, of all places. Of all places. You mean <laughs> the oldest gay bar in New York? You're shocked to run into a hooligan? He was very nice. And then he was like, I'm gonna come see your show. And I was like, he was like, I missed the bell house. I'm so sad I missed the bell house. But I'm gonna see your show in November. And I was like, Oh, the one at the Palladium. And he was like, Yeah, I think so. I don't really remember where it is. And I was like, It's the one in Times Square. And then he just goes, Oh, it is. <laughs> Sorry, he already bought tickets. He literally said, like, you're a flop <laughs> for that. <laughs> it was very sweet. I think the Palladium show is going to have some extra um, bonus tips and tricks and maybe like a little after party and mm -hmm. maybe some like fun elements that will make it exciting for you to come to Times Square. But you know what? Whenever I'm in Times Square, I'm always like, this is so exciting. It's so exciting. But we don't really need to like sell those tickets. They're no, selling just they're fine. Selling just what fine. we do need to do is to celebrate the ascension of a future pop star. God. I mean, the New York Times is worried they're they're the pop stars aren't are they're worried popping. they're floundering. Well, guess what? Addison Ray is here. She's coming. Timmy knew that she was going to eventually release music despite her flop singles getting leaked. Leaked. But guess what? It's coming. It's coming. This is the most Timmy coded segment we could possibly bring you. This is like a Timmy demand. Addison Ray is here. Months ago, he said, if she doesn't release music by year's end, I'm unstanding. And I said, Timmy, no offense, but I don't believe you. And he said, that's nasty behavior, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to unstan Addison Ray. I mean, uh, uh, Sky Fear updates shut down. I, you know, you never know what can happen. Even the it's most true. strident, even the most it's beloved, uh. the devoted fandoms say enough is enough. And Timmy said, if this B doesn't figure out what she's going to do, because honestly, she has gone from 
number one TikTok dance influencer to actress, question mark, singer, question mark. Like, we don't know. And we're just waiting because we know the star power is there. Mm-hmm. She has Madonna's seal of approval and she has Charlie's seal of approval. So Wait, Madonna just like posted an Instagram story of her. Is that what she did? In July. That's, That's why so Timmy funny. first texted us. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay. So Madonna was like ahead of the ahead of the curve yeah she always is so she said dug up a few of the leaks from the lost album ar818 it's tomorrow it's it's today it's when out you're today listening to this, you can listen to addison ray's ep wait literally whatever turn you us call it. off turn us off and turn on the addison ray well, turn on addison after this finish it get through the ad breaks and then turn on addison ray <laughs> you get through the ad breaks <laughs> no listen did you hear the clip did you hear the teaser Instead of ads today, we're playing Addison Ray music. It's the most Charlie thing I've ever heard. I do. I have heard the leaks. Parentheses, complimentary. And if there are any, <laughs> not derogatory, yeah. if there are anything like these leaks, which seems like they're pretty close to the leaks, then they're good. Remember her single Obsessed lip yeah. and then that little dance she did? That's the one she sang on The Tonight Show. That was like real like, I need a vaccine ASAP. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> do you re- yeah, and the chorus goes, me too. And it's like, wait, not this me too anthem. <laughs> Honey, we did that. <laughs> she said. <laughs> what exactly is it we're looking at here is what I think when I see Addison Rae's EP cover. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too i'm really excited um it's been a while since we've because we had like some canned ups so it's mm-hmm. like we just haven't gotten a chance to talk mm-hmm. about this and you know what we also haven't gotten a chance to talk about which we maybe will save for the patreon is sam asgari divorce that's patreon. one kiki no. palmer video that's kiki two. palmer video that's two and three colleen rooney on the cover of british vogue oh th- that's all patreon content sweetie all of it <sighs> i know so stay tuned let's play some calls hi who weekly uh, long time, medium time. First of all, have another Boston show, please. Y'all are sold out. Uh, second of all, had to pause the pod. Um, I wonder if Carmen Electra actually got snapped crying on her soup and looking miserable. And then the pose photo was the compromise of fine. You can publish that and make some money, but you better get a picture of me slaying to post to kind of redeem myself. So maybe she didn't call for the first crying photo but she smartly captured that moment to get a good photo published the next day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Conspiracy theory, maybe, but just a thought. Um, women don't belong in balloons. If we're doing conspiracy theories about the business of the Carmen Electra back-to-back photos, I'm loving it. I'm like, let's keep it up. Let's keep thinking. Let's keep digging. I love this thought process, but yes, someone else too. called and was like, how do you know when a celebrity calls the pops? Hi there. Um, I am listening to the segment about Jeremy Allen White and the Friday app and about, well, the caller said, you know, he's he's called the paparazzi on himself on all these different occasions. And it's like, I think the insinuation is that it's embarrassing. My question, and I know you talked about Carmen Electra, but now I actually can't remember if that's on Patreon or not. But anyways, you also talked about her calling the paparazzi. And I am hoping that you can help teach me how to identify when the celebrity has called the paparazzi on themselves. Like, I, I feel like I'm not literate in in that, and I just assume that they were found by the paparazzi. Um, because, 
don't know, maybe it's because I'm, like, a millennial and that's how it used to be. But could you, like, give us some info? Like, how do we know that Jeremy Allen White called the pop the pops on himself as opposed to being found? Yeah, I think that's my only question. Uh, always. It's always. You know it when you see it. It's almost always. This is Splash News. It's the it's a brand of celebrity photographer who does shit like this. Also, this is like the front yard. The reason I'm suspecting that Carmen Electra called the pops is A, that she's being photographed at all because she's kind of irrelevant now. Mm. So if someone's going to go out and take a photo of her, it's usually because she's like, hey, come take a photo of me. Two, it's basically on her property. Yes, you're correct. It's that it's that pornography thing where it's like, I know it when I see it. It's like when I look at a photo of Carmen Electra crying on her stoop, I know that she right. called the pops, right. you know? Right. I want you to play the Jeremy Allen White call next. Hi, BLT. Um, I have a the episode. I cannot listen to Bobby be gaslit about Jeremy Allen White. He's doing this for any voting, you guys. Okay, bye. That's a conspiracy theory I can get behind, baby. Well, that makes sense because he can't actually promote it in any sort of realm. Mm-hmm. But it is a lot of work and a little bit... At a time of recent divorce and lots of other rumors and things about him, it's a little bit like of a that's a big sacrifice to get the the Emmy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? To stay top of mind via like sexy paparazzi photos. But I mean, I wouldn't put it past anyone at this point to do stuff like that. And I mean, that's that's basically what I was saying last week anyway, which is that he was doing promo for the bear, but like sure. more specifically, what he was doing was promo for his Emmy campaign. I mean, there's weird stuff happening with Emmy promo this cycle because no one knows if the Emmys are even going to happen. Right. Everyone's striking, but the voting is still happening. It's like, how do you, you, you want to win, but also winning is promotion for the show. And that's kind of not what we're doing here. And it's an interesting Mm -hmm. dance. And they guess, I guess they just refuse to not have the voting. The voting is still scheduled to take place starting today, as in when we're recording. So Thursday Mm -hmm. through the 28th of August. So like voting is still happening, but no one knows if and when the mm-hmm. Emmys are ever going to be mm-hmm. on television, mm-hmm. you know, or when they're going to actually happen. I mean, this is this is very Little Gold Men podcast. Listen to them if you want the nitty gritty on the on awards. But I guess it ties back into us because it ties back into like the ways that celebrities and who celebrities are getting around the promotion and what are other ways you can promote yourself. And the bottom of the barrel is literally photos of you looking sexy while hiking Runyon Canyon or making out with a random woman. Yes, or like kind of announcing your new like love interest via like photos of you making out on the street. Mm-hmm. Is all press good press and are all photos essentially just reminding you that I exist to vote for me for the bear? Oh, he was good in the bear. You know what I mean? Like yeah. seeing a photo of him doing God knows what, who cares and being like, oh, that guy, he was good in the bear. And that's yeah. a reminder, even though it's like him making out with some woman, because you might not even know what that means or even care. Right. Which is fine. And you know what's happening with that Selena Gomez meme with her on the blanket? Oh, my God. Guess what? Selena Gomez cannot talk about only murders in the building, but she can go out with Francia Raisa and she can be in a viral meme where she has a blanket around her. Yeah, it's so crazy how Selena Gomez can't promote her show that everyone says is actually good and fantastic and like everyone's loving and watching and will get nominated for Emmys. But she can go viral by sitting in a blanket and that's going (laughs) to... And reconnecting with the woman who gave her a kidney, you know, like... Do you think... It's devious. Do you think that, like, somebody at Hulu is, like, hiring, like, gay influencers to keep spreading and making jokes with that blanket picture? 
Or do you think she really is just that viral? Do because she, I do think that she's just that viral. Get but start it. <laughs> because yes, so you think that you do think that <laughs> you think that like the um, I won't say their names, but everyone knows like the, that like community of like <laughs> tweeters is getting solicited by Hulu to be like, can you just like make a funny joke with this? And it's like me waiting for like my husband to come back from war or whatever. The upside down one that just says bats. <laughs> <laughs> can't the one that cracked me up the most and now we're just promoting it was when i sent you that i was crying about no the one that i literally was crying me rising from my edible coma to ask the flight attendant for a ginger ale in a clear and considerate voice that conveys gratefulness (laughs) and respect thank you sydney battle for that i mean that just like threw me i really laughed at the one i sent you this morning um someone who's a locked account says how do i mute that selena pic and someone who goes by your dash responded to them and says you after muting and it's the photo of selena <laughs> with the black it's so good well that's the problem is like <gasps> part of me is like this <gasps> is just a very viral photo it's just a, it's just like we love selena like yeah, we just love her and love like selena. it's a very viral photo but then part of me is like side-eyeing like even Kiki Palmer, which again we'll talk about on the Patreon, referenced Selena Gomez in her like essentially breakup announcement with the hair, with the blue thing that she was quoting. I got some blue going on. Where's that inspiration coming from? I don't know. I like a little edge and a little pop in my hair, so I wanted to add something different, especially for the Teen Vogue party. <laughs> Kiki wrote, especially for the Teen Vogue party, in a photo of her with blue well, she hair. She <laughs> did have the blue. She had a blue streak. So, moral of the story, I think Carmen Electra still planned those photos. Two, Jeremy <laughs> Ellen White is definitely doing this shit because he can't do promo for the bear. Uh-huh. Three, okay. Selena Gomez's blanket photo went viral in part because people working at Hulu connected with gay Twitter influencers so that that would definitely become a meme, okay? It's true. It's fact. I'm That's what's saying, happening. Who Weekly is available to receive funds well, I'm not actually going to scab, but I will say generally outside of strike, Who Weekly is available to receive funds to retweet funny memes of Selena Gomez. <laughs> Truly. Yes. We would. I guess we would anyways be retweeting them, but I'm just saying we will receive money for that. Yes. Also. Next call. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I am calling you in the wee hours of the morning because I have insomnia. And what am I doing to try to address that? I'm listening to Friday's episode. And I'm just calling with an interjection, a comment. Uh, re, uh, Wayne Brady's uh, wonderful coming out news, which is just that, um, I just want to remind you that um, absolute bicon Jason Mraz, uh, I feel, is synonymous with the fedora. So I think that Lindsay's right. The fedora is queer-coded 100% in the year of our Lord 2023. Um, Okay. I'm going to try to go to sleep. I love you so much. Crunch, crunch. Lindsay podcaster. Podcaster. God. Okay, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's literally what I thought of when I saw this news. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent it to our friend Ben, who also confirmed this. I was like, well, and Ben was like, yep. And I was like, all right, bye. (laughs) Here's a headline from Out. Jason Raz is done broadcasting as hetero, and we're so here for it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, that's so... Oh, God. You told me we were like in a hotel in Austin and you were like, Jason Mraz is gay. But he came out as bi okay. years ago. He did? What actually happened is he was interviewed in The Advocate and he goes, I'm done broadcasting as hetero. So that was getting, it was basically he's doubling down on the bisexuality and the fact that he fully (laughs) identifies as, he fully identifies as queer now. Wait, he came out? He came out in 2018. Can I get the timeline here? He came out as bi in 2018. Then since then, what happened? He divorced his wife in June of this year. Okay. And then a couple of days ago, he was interviewed by The Advocate and said, quote, I will admit that I probably spent close to the first 20 years of my career broadcasting as hetero, you know, saying girl in my songs. And a lot of that is growing up on a conservative street and growing up around homophobia and feeling like I needed to protect some secret. I was having these curiosities and experiences on the side that were starting to influence who I am. Uh huh. So he finally has said, I'm done pretending that there's any sort of heterosexuality in my in my life or my lyrics. Oh, no. So he's still bi. He's still bi. He's bi. I think he's just more proudly bi than he was in 2018. He's more comfortably bi. Okay, that's amazing. So he was already bi, though. He was already bi. And now he's like, he's like, no, like, I'm like really bi. That's amazing. I'm like really bi. And the fedora says it all. And that's what I'm saying. And that's all that I'm saying. But also, I think Jason Mraz has... I know his Instagram (laughs) username photo, his Instagram profile photo is him in a fedora. But he's sort of in his baseball cap era now. Okay. Like Renee Zellweger? Mm -hmm. Is it smushed? It's really like on his head. It's not just resting on his scalp. It's like he's wearing it correct. He's wearing the hat as it's intended to be worn, not in the way that Renee Zellweger has chosen to wear it. What a lost opportunity you didn't wear a hat like that when we were in dallas i know like, i really even, fucked up. like why didn't you get like a longhorns hat and like rest it gently on your head smushed <laughs> run it over with a car a few times and then <laughs> have a dog gnaw on it that for a while and so... then put it on my head then it'll be over that would have been hat. so funny if you had like smushed that hat on your head we gotta i gotta get a hat like that so i could wear it as a gag out but I don't know how it would stay on my head. That's the thing is like, what she got going on under there? Like, is there another hat or is it sticky? Is there like, um, like what, is it a wig like attached ta- to the hat? Ta- Maybe. Like, what's going on? You could have a little like, comb. I don't know. You could have a little One comb. One of the world's biggest mysteries is how that hat stays on her goddamn head. And if you don't know what we're talking about, Google Renee Zellweger. Actually, you know, the best photos, Renee Zellweger pumping gas. Because the recent photos of Renee Zellweger pumping gas and then getting a sub at Jersey Mike's are like iconic if you just search renee zellweger hat or even i just searched because i was typing with one hand renee zay hat you don't even need to type out the name if you can't still if you can't spell zellweger that's fine you just type renee you just type renee z hat and you're gonna see the hat smushed on top of her head it's just weird it just sits right there why are we talking about one time she put a crown on top of it because she was at a party wearing a party hat so she put the party hat on top of her hat just sits right there it just sits right there next call i need this hat how much of this same i love my helix mattress i love my helix pillow what else is there to say about helix i freaking love it 
what when else I sleep gonna, on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, TN Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. How to be famous. Hi, Who Weekly. I was just Googling the country music artist, Zach Bryan, and apparently his girlfriend is named Brianna Chicken Fry. Is this a joke? Okay, crunch, crunch. Zach Bryan is so hot. Can we just say that? I have to agree. Who said the confusing thing to me? Is this Timmy? This is me. No, this is me. You're saying the confusing thing to you is Chicken Fried is the name of a song by Zach Brown Band. Zach Brown Band. That's a little bit of chicken fried. But Zach Bryan, which is very close to yes. Zach Brown, is the one who's actually dating Chicken Fry. But she's Chicken Fry, not Chicken Fried. She's Brianna she's, Chicken Fry. Her name is Brianna Chicken Fry, I can't and that's stand obviously this. not her. <laughs> and that's obviously not her real name. It's a name that she gave to herself after some vine went viral, where she called her legs like the chicken fries from Burger King, which I actually kind of think is funny. <laughs> yeah. Like she said, her legs look like the chicken fries from Burger King. Remember the chicken fries from Burger King? Yeah. That was a huge. Part of I had those for ones. A while. They were fine. Are they good? Were they good? They were good. They were exactly what you wanted them to be. What I 
think is interesting about this is because Zach Bryan um, has like kind of a vaguely sweetie kind of stay out of the stay out of the press, stay out of the news, stay out of the the like mm-hmm. the gossip fray. But him mm-hmm. dating, not girlfriend, I think they're just dating this Brianna Chicken Fry, who is one of the barstool talents whose entire thing is like party girl vibe. Mm-hmm. Like she has I'm a podcast so being over. like, I'm party. Like that's mm-hmm. how she got famousy is that she was like, I love to have fun. I love to party. And they and she has a podcast. It's Alex Cooper before Alex Cooper got an agent. But, right. <laughs> and it's and it's not even I was compared. I also was like, it's kind of like call her daddy. But then I realized it's barstool. Like it's a barstool branded type podcast which is what there's a very specific was. style exactly no exactly so her podcast is called plan brie which is actually pretty funny get it brianna <laughs> yeah i get it get it i was kind of digging into a little bit about how they met zach bryan i'm great country singer great album great everyone yeah, likes I like him, him i think i like him it's very um he's he's well liked i think yeah he was the one that had the song that was like fuck Ticketmaster." remember yeah He's like in a fight with Ticketmaster. I'll play some of his music here so you can hear his voice. You probably heard some of his music. He has a good song with Maggie Rogers too. Give me my dogs back. Everything that dies makes its way back. I lost the last July in a heart attack. I need one small victory. But I will say this is not like a flattering. So she, okay, so she met, of course what sucks is like, and I, I kind of was like, are they still even dating? Because it feels like if if I slid into some girlie's DMs and we went on a few dates and she was really cute and fun. And then she literally did an entire podcast episode with her boss in which she laid out the timeline of our relationship. Uh-huh. I would say, no, thanks. Bye. No, thanks. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. your drama. It feels very, I don't want him to get involved in this. It feels messy. <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. Should I just like say yeah, the, do timeline the timeline quickly? Do the timeline. Because it's a little bit me- it's a little bit messy. Yeah. He was dating a woman named Deborah for and a long time. She was time. dating someone too. She was dating someone named like Nick Pellegrino, which is funny because her name yeah. is like Brianna LaPaglia. And I was like, is she related yeah, well... to Anthony LaPaglia, the actor? But she's not. So <laughs> she's not. His not his name is not Nick Pellegrino, but it is close to Pellegrino. I did go to his Instagram and he's got a new girlfriend. Yeah. The Instagram you read is just a random guy named Nick Pellegrino. It's not the right guy. Wait, it's just a random, sure? it's a civilian. <laughs> I was like, this guy never dated Brianna Chicken Fry. It's just okay. a random guy. I literally thought it was just, I was like, oh, he's been dating his girlfriend for over a year. Okay, listen. So she said that she met Luke, she met Luke Bryan, not Luke Bryan. Hello, all. Zach, Zach why Bryan. are all these country guys the same guy? I guess that's a problem. That's a really good with. question. Have you ever walked down the streets in downtown Nashville? <laughs> I, know. I know you have. Because every, every neon sign looks every the same. Guy. It's like, do you want to go to Luke, Luke Bryan's Bryan, bar, Zach Bryan's Bryan. bar, Zach Brown's bar? Chicken, the chicken fry bar, whatever. Okay. So they met at the American Country Music Awards in May, where they posed for a photo together. Okay. They were both in other relationships at the time. Mm-hmm. Then she went to the singer's concert and she went on stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. She was still with her boyfriend, but he had broken up with his girlfriend. He wrote after this concert situation where everybody was rumoring, we've been broken up. Yeah. He said, we broke up a week and a half ago is what he said, which is like- That's shady. It's like convenient timing. That's shady. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so shady. Whatever. And then (laughs) after that, he, quote, fucking slid into my DMs, okay? Because she made a- See, the other thing is she made a podcast after she was on stage, and then he DM'd her and said, that was so sweet. Thank you guys for coming. And they started talking, and then they went on a road trip together. Because what she said on stage was, eat the rich besides Zach Bryan. And then he slid into her DMs and was like, hey, girl. But then at one point, and then this is, <laughs> I thought I was doing math by looking up this other guy's Instagram, but it's not him. It's just a no, guy named No, it's the random guy named Nick that you found. <laughs> okay. So, but at some point, then she, 
she broke up with her boyfriend, but she never said when. But she definitely broke up with her boyfriend for Zach Bryan because I would too. I'd be like, bye, bitch. She broke up with Nick Pellegrino in 2022. Uh-huh. Maybe this is the same guy who's now dating someone else. Actually, I think I, I actually did do a good job. Because he's been dating this other girly, Nick That's Pellegrino. What- why do you not have faith in me? I literally because he's look he's giving he's giving the most he's giving civilian, man. but I'm just he's saying, but civilian. she, but she's a random woman. Like I'm she telling you, like it's woman. not. That's what I'm saying is like you you thought this guy whose Instagram name is nap underscore 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 twenty is not him, but I'm just telling you it is because he's been dating this girly. God, sorry, Maddie. He's been dating this girly Maddie for yes, apparently I know. like a sorry, year. Sorry, Maddie. Right. No, it's a year and 12 weeks. Okay. So I guess 12 this weeks is, this is so weird. Like, I feel like I'm like talking about people who should not be talked about on this podcast. No, I know. Cause but... it's very, it's giving civilian. It's giving beyond not. I know. It feels like we're talking about like our private lives. Like yeah. I don't, I feel uncomfortable, but I'm uh, telling you that that's the Nick Pellegrino. So they are, he's been dating a new girl for a year and 12 weeks. So think about it. Like it had to be longer than that, yeah, that they broke yeah. up. So I'm also now confused. So maybe she was like, not with so when did this when did this concert even happen? This you concert know? happened in May. Maybe Page Six is wrong that she was still with her boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe she was dating someone else between Nick Pellegrino and Zach Bryan. Yes. Oh my God. Maybe. Yeah. But now I think it's like Zach Bryan, who's like was kind of seen as this like little like kind of like humble like peep the the people's man like very like whatever. Now that he's dating. Brianna Chicken Fry, who is literally a barstool, barstool personality sports. known for being hungover and like talking about partying, I think it's going to be a very interesting thing if they're if indeed they're still together. Because I'm kind of like they're just dating. Yeah, she keeps talking about it on the podcast. He's like the nicest, most genuine person I've ever met. He's so normal. The podcast host said of the country singer. I'm sort of like not for long, not for yeah. Long. That's exact, like literally, ex- literally exactly. It's like. Not with you in his life, podcasting about every moment of your existence together. I just hate that she goes by Brianna Chicken Fry. Like, I guess you need a name like that in this day and age. Like, Brianna LaPaglia is not going to cut it. But I was reading some, like, old... Okay, this. It was this. This New York Post piece about her from 2021 in which, you know, they, like, introduced her in tabloid whatever. It's like, meet. Brianna LaPaglia, mm-hmm. she's famous for hangovers. Party mm-hmm. girl Brianna LaPaglia got famous on Barstool for her hangovers. And it's like a profile. Like they did a photo shoot yeah. and she did an interview. The self-proclaimed CEO of hangovers, which is not a proud, I don't think, you'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't be proud of having so many hangovers. They really are terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, girly, you got to do electrolytes and you do a, do you, does she need my help to not have a hangover? Because if you do electrolytes the night before and then you drink the whole bottle of water and then the next morning you wake up and you do electrolytes again and you mm-hmm. add an Alka-Seltzer, you will not have a hangover. Which is just aspirin, by the way. You're just adding aspirin. That's fine, but that's how I'm getting it. I'm just saying mm-hmm. if you mix together the the electrolytes and the aspirin, you will slay and you won't have to be known for your hangovers oh, this or whatever. This is the same Nick Pellegrino because I noticed t- his pec tattoo. His <laughs> See, pec tattoo has a lot of words. His pec tattoo has a lot of words. And I was like, God, So you that doubted yikes. my work. You, you doubted my work. Thank you. You did a good job. There's something perfectly imperfect about her. She's smart, articulate, beautiful. She's also a college dropout and always hungover. <laughs> it's like that's what the CEO of Barstool said about her. <laughs> I have to say, maybe I like maybe. Maybe I like her. Fine. Whatever. She dropped out. She was miserable. It was the pandemic. Then she said, I'm just going to be hungover all the time. And then Barstool was like, 
Hmm, there's something interesting about that. In 2020, Barstool came calling because of her TikTok videos. When they offered her an internship, LaPaglia's friends and classmates were more excited than she was. Quote, I wasn't nervous going into it because I really didn't know what the hell Barstool was. Let's move on. Hi, BLT. Long time, long time. Just sitting on my couch this Saturday afternoon, thinking about Owen Steele, who I was hoping you guys could talk about. I don't think you've talked about him before. But he's best friends with Cassie David. He went to that fancy L.A. school for performers with, like, Beanie Feldstein and Evan Hansen, whatever his name is, and Molly Gordon. And he's best friends with that crowd. He's in theater camp in, like, a supporting role. Um, and he's like kind of been in nothing else. He was randomly on Emma Chamberlain's podcast a few weeks ago because they're best friends. His Owen's boyfriend is Emma's stylist. So like he's really in connected, but he doesn't really do a ton. He doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of like roles. Um, he was in Cassie David's like old mini series that she used to do. From my digging, it's like his dad is a music person in, in LA? I don't really know. Um, just wondering if there's any more to know about him. Um, he's definitely a who. I don't, I don't know if he's ever going to be a them. Who knows? But um, also he's really funny. Great. Um, hope you're having fun on tour. Bye. This caller did a lot of work, but we can expand on a lot of it because I was so focused when I was watching theater camp on Ben Platt being an Epo baby that I didn't realize that there was an Epo baby in the midst. Mm. I didn't love this movie, full disclosure. But when I laugh at the movie, it was typically at Owen. <laughs> so really? I was like, okay, because he has some of the funniest lines in the movie. Like, Owen's funny. Io's funny. I think, honestly, Noah Galvin's pretty funny. The main two mm -hmm. people I didn't find funny. I mean, you saw it, right? Didn't you? Did you not see it? I like kind of didn't really get through it. I'm so I'm sorry. I, you love to half watch something. <laughs> well, I just was like I gave I was just like giving it a shot, and then I just kind of like didn't. I just like didn't. I like kind of I kind of fell asleep, and then I like what didn't pick it back up. You know, I don't know how to tell you. I don't, I'm just being honest. But we have here's what this is. He's second generation nepotism because his father is a nepo baby himself because he's a music producer who was a son of another music producer and a singer. Bob Thiele and Jane Harvey gave birth to Bob Thiele Jr., who then adopted Owen Thiele, which means he's a nepo baby who is, interestingly, not giving Punnett Square. <laughs> Very interestingly, not giving Punnett Square. Most nepo babies give Punnett Square. This one, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Not giving Punnett Square. That's very interesting. He wanted to do music first based on what I could see because he's quite young. And so he has a lot of headlines from like 2018 era where he wants to become like a queer pop star. I only know of him as Cassie David BFF because when Cassie David was having a moment, her moment, she had like this group of people that she was like doing comedy content with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. And he stood out. He's funny. Yeah. But that's kind of it. And then I kind of lost the trail because I wasn't like... I wasn't plugged in and well, I feel like also we stopped paying attention to him, Cassie David too. I know, yeah, which is good for her, which good for us and honestly it's good for her too, yeah. I feel like. There's a little too yeah. much Cassie David in the culture. Don't you think? Oh, good for I her, think so. yeah. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, he's since been on like places that you find like random LA funny people as in hacks and I think you should leave. 
Right. Okay. I just saw a Just Jared when I was Googling for like stories about him and news. I saw a Just Jared headline that was like, Owen Thiele gives Jamie Lynn Spears some good advice in new Zoe 102 clip. Exclusive. Just Jared Jr. Is got he an exclusive. He's in Zoe 102? He's in Zoe 102, but he's not in Zoe 101. I mean, if just if Just Jared didn't get the Zoe 102 exclusive, I'm like, who's getting the Zoe 102 <laughs> Someone's getting fired in Just Jared. Also, Zoe 102, I guess that makes sense, but still kind of funny that it's Zoe yeah. 102. But you yeah. scroll through his Instagram. And you have comments from people who are just like very famous. Darcy Carden, Brittany Stone, saying, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, saying, I'm an idiot, saying people who are very, famous, very famous and the first two people I say are Darcy Carden and Brittany Snow. But here uh-huh, we go. Yep. There are people you've heard of. Darcy uh-huh. Carden, Brittany Snow, Benny Drama. People you've Jordan heard of if you, up, if you listen, listen to, to this Weekly. podcast. Yeah. If you listen to Who Weekly. And then you've got um, Lily Collins, Kat Dennings, Dylan uh-huh. Mulvaney. Sure. Simi Hayes. Okay. Two most interesting Whoey things about him. Number one, he gave up on the pure Nepo Baby direction because he originally wanted to do music. So we got a lot of press like five years ago when he was like as 18, like 19 being... as an up and coming queer pop star. Uh-huh. That music not only didn't go anywhere, that music has been scrubbed. That feels very intentional to me. And I found one of his songs that uh-huh. is still available on Spotify, this EP that he did with someone else. And I think that's why it's not scrubbed because it's him and someone else. He was going by Owen. He was just going by Owen. And uh-huh. when you find the video on YouTube that's linked in some random like nylon article or like out.com article or something, it's an unlisted video. So it only has like 5,000 views. You can't find it on Owen's YouTube. Like he clearly so was like, not I'm searchable. done with music. Yeah. He's like, I'm right. not doing music. I'm doing what Act- all of my friends that I made at Harvard Westlake high school which is i think the high oh. school that he went to are doing which is acting yes. and comedy. where he met cassie david yes the other interesting thing about this guy is that as the caller said his boyfriend who he's been with for years now is a guy named jared elner oh my god you know who jared elner does does styling for emma chamberlain and io and ben platt and phoebe bridgers okay so like truly up and coming superstar it's giving superstar it's giving superstar. it's giving superstar yeah. and it's someone who sort of just started coming up in the past like during the pandemic and this is owen's boyfriend this is owen's boyfriend. jared it's giving power couple it's giving power together. couple i will say mm-hmm. guess who else he does this is pre-theater camp too patty harrison rachel senate it's that whole crew no it's like it's like have you met our, my friend jared he yeah. should style you I see some Caper Lanton here. I see Phoebe. I see mm-hmm. uh, more Phoebe. Mm-hmm. I see more Emma. Yeah. I mean, it's like the cool the cool girlies. This is interesting. You followed this person's come up from maybe Nepo Baby, scrapped pop star, friend of Cassie David, and now like actor. Because he's sort of a secret Nepo Baby. Because like, yeah, his dad wrote the theme songs to Sons of Anarchy and The Office. But he's not necessarily like a famous person. I'm sorry. If your dad wrote the theme song to The Office, you're not a Nepo baby. I'm so I'm sorry. No, you're just not. They're clearly rich because he posted a, a photo of like a short film that he made like a couple years ago. And he was like, the caption was really funny. It was like, I quote, borrowed money from my parents to make this That's movie funny. or something like that. And I was like, okay, That's funny. That's funny. He's in on the joke. He wrote a HuffPo blog when he was 13, which is also very funny. It's like a very cute like window into read the deck (laughs) you might be thinking i'm your average 30 year old blogger who's going to talk to you about his obscure life not your typical i'm not 30 at all i happen to be a 13 year old he wrote that in 2009 he blogged for huffpo back when you could anyone could blog on huffpo he he blogged for huffpo when i when i worked 
for you blogged there as a 13 year old boy when you had a full-time job with benefits <laughs> literally 2009 was when i got my job at aol so but that and that was before they oh, bought HuffPo or whatever yeah. so i guess it doesn't whatever i had a, i didn't have benefits bobby yeah. i was working hourly oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. i was i had a contract okay, sorry, position sorry, so sorry, let's sorry, not sorry. okay yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry but if you look at this these old blogs from when he was a 13 year old boy in 2009 on happy to post which still exists and i'm sort of like owen oh, scrub them owen oh, get rid of them my live journals don't exist anymore yeah but like like you can't scub like a HuffPo blog. What is he gonna do? Like email HuffPo and be like, "Why Hello, this Ariana? blog I wrote Hello? when I was thirteen Hello? is humiliating." I know, but it's not even that embarrassing. It's yeah, just it's like, not. it's just like whatever. He's just, like, just like, I want to be a musician. I want to be a singer. Or I whatever, be a singer. and yeah. that's fine. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I really, really, really want you to talk about Red, White, and Royal Blue, or at least like the Red, White, and Royal Blue boys who are both so fine um, and I feel like have been in the cultural conversation in a very hooey way historically. So um, there's obviously Taylor's Car Perez who plays Alex in the movie and I believe his main roles um, were in the Kissing Booth franchise. But one of my favorite things about it is I think he was only in the Kissing Booth two and three. So he was kind of even in like the most hooey parts of the kissing booth, uh, which is already a little bit of like, or is totally a who franchise. Um, and then uh, Nicholas, I can't say his last name, but Galantine or I don't know. Anyways, um, the guy who plays Prince Henry, he was in the Purple Hearts movie. I feel like he's one of those British actors that also has been in random British movies, but truthfully, I have not seen them. Um, so this is just a really long-winded way to say, one, if you want to talk about the red, white, and royal blue boys just at all in any capacity, if there's, like, stuff y'all know about them that's gossip-worthy and who-worthy, um, that would be lovely. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, uh, crunch, crunch. I do think this is the kind of movie that turns both of these guys into something that is worth discussing because they're going to be talked about <laughs> it will turn both of these guys into something that is worth discussing okay i'm just <laughs> i just think it turned him from a nod to a who and the other guy from like even more of a nod to a who yeah yeah in terms of culture <laughs> okay i'm sorry I just feel like a lot of people are going to watch this movie is what I'm saying. That's like know. Ridley what when I'm we saying. When we talked about him briefly movie. during the Camila Cabello Cinderella, we I didn't know that he say, descended yeah. from Russian royalty. Okay. We don't know that. That's assumed. That is like a almost a fanfic but not confirmed lineage research by like this, like a sleuth. People are saying like, oh, because his dad is Russian and Golitsyn is very close to Golitsyn, which is a former house of nobility in Russia. It stands to reason that this guy is a descendant of Russian royalty, but you're right. We don't know for certain. We don't know. And also not descendant of Russian royalty does not nepotism make. Everyone's just desperate for an Anastasia. But also we're just desperate to like contextualize somebody who we haven't seen before. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. this guy's a working actor and has been doing stuff, including the cursed Camila Cabello Cinderella and other things for a long time now. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so the tweet was from, uh, at Film Lamette. 
the way this gif only exists because the Russian Revolution forced the Golitsyn noble family into exile. So today, Nicholas Galitsyn has an actual job and not rely on centuries old family wealth. OMG. And it's the sexy gif of them like on the dock. OK, you'll mm-hmm. see the context of that when you watch the movie today and you tell me you hate it. Yeah. But if I make it through then <laughs> teen vague. Teen, you will teen vogue, which I just called teen vague. But I didn't mean that like on purpose, but it would have been a good diss if teen I vague. didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote <laughs> if this were 1995 we'd start that magazine <laughs> shout out to the writer of this piece whose name you can click and look up while i read it nicholas galatine's mother is greek and his father is russian the last name galatine is a spelling derivation of the name golitsyn which makes him a likely descendant of the house of golitsyn a family of nobility during the russian empire though the family itself descends from lithuania blah 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 so then it says that basically the family was founded in the 15th century descending from the grand duke of lithuania over time the house was split into four branches and by the 1700s one of the branches lost its influence and died out in 1917 all but one branch was extinguished or exiled because of the russian revolution so First of all, this is all assumption based on his last name yeah. and his, some of his family lineage. No one's actually confirmed this, is what I'm saying. And the writer of that was Amina Iniat Khan at Teen Vogue. Thank Teen you. Vogue knows how to report. Gotta say, everyone okay. knows that, but just gotta. They gotta do say know. It. They do know how to pro. They're they're not Teen Vogue. <laughs> they're not. And teen also, vague. the other thing about this movie is that obviously, because they play gay guys, everyone's like gay, 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 gay. gay and he's gay he's tonight, straight, queen? although. He's straight, although he is playing a hunk in the movie Bottoms, which is ironic. He's openly he's a, straight. <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's openly straight. He's openly, he's openly straight. straight, yes. And the other guy, which we'll get to in a second, is not openly anything. He's like, I'm not talking about just my sexuality. hasn't hasn't yeah. been there, but also hasn't been hasn't been there. <laughs> as but also hasn't been around mm-hmm. like has less of a pedigree in IMDB land. Like Taylor Zakar Perez is way less kind of of a thing. Because mm-hmm. he I think he also was like on Zoe 101. Sorry. What was he on? He was in Kissing Booth. Yeah. That's the main <laughs> thing that he had before this. Which is honestly giving red, white, and royal blue. What do you mean? With Kissing Booth? Famous YA book turned into a movie. Yeah. It's giving hunks in movies that are lit very brightly. He is in an upcoming BBC series that is going to slay. I'm sorry. It's Julianne Moore and him, right? And it's called Mary oh, the... and... Um, Wait, is I it Jane say Austen? Mary and Hen- no, it's not Jane Austen. It's called Mary and George. And it is out.com is calling it gay monarchy series, which is the funniest way to describe anything at all. But it's basically about the 16th century Countess of Buckingham and her son, who she raised and then basically told him to seduce the king. And it's Julianne Moore and Nicholas Galatine in another iconically gay role in which he has to seduce the king of England. Come on, wow. you love it. Okay, I'll watch that. And she's playing Mary Villers, and it's going to be a Sky series. And I just feel like it's going to be great. So I do feel like, though we came from more of a um, cheesy. Okay, I will watch that. The Craft Legacy, Cinderella Singing, that weird Netflix movie, Purple Hearts, in which he's a vet, he's like in the army, Red, White, and Royal Blue, which is obviously cheesy. I think Bottoms, and then Mary and George. Uh, come on, don't count mm-hmm. him out. Okay. Do you think he kind of looks like Macaulay Culkin? That's what yeah. I was getting from him the whole movie. I was like, Macaulay Culkin. I find him... I know. You don't think he's attractive. He's no Zach Bryan. That's all I'll say. <laughs> that's fine. I just think that he looks like Macaulay Culkin. And the other guy is hot, too. As you said, there's much less going on with this guy, Taylor Zakar Perez. And again, he's not out, which is the question, which I think people rightfully ask. I find it like annoying, but I'm also... I. It's so weird because you're like... 
It's an annoying question to ask and I don't necessarily care, but I am curious and that doesn't square. That's not, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right? I think it's a tricky thing though because I understand why like I haven't seen it, but in its way, it is a sort of groundbreaking movie on Amazon Prime and it's doing very well, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So like the the fact of it being a gay romance for a broad audience an adult gay romance or a broad audience, even uh-huh. though it's based on YA, is a big deal. Uh-huh. So I don't think it's crazy that a journalist or someone would talk about the actor's sexualities, even though generally I think that sexualities, you know, don't necessarily matter. Privacy is important, whatever. People can say mm-hmm. what they want to say is what I'm saying. But listen, they're not promoting it. Like, I guess that's Because true. of the strike. So... They there's a little bit of press before it, but no one knew that it was going to be as big as I think it is. Maybe they had an idea because the book was so big and it was like, we're making this sexy movie based on this popular book. It'll probably be big. But I'm just saying like the press that comes after something blows up hasn't happened because actually it was funny. I was I was on Nicholas Galtzine's Instagram like doing research and people in the comments were like, we're so sorry. You can't celebrate this win. And I was like, what are they talking about? And they meant like do press and do promo like publicly for the movie. And it's like, who cares? Like he doesn't care about that, I bet. It just felt very like people were like, we want you to be able to sell. Yeah, he'll be fine or whatever. This other guy... Maybe he has been given the opportunity to say something and hasn't. But I do kind of think what's interesting about the movie is like his character is proudly bisexual Mm -hmm. and is like very Jason Mraz. Like, like, I'm bisexual. And like Uma Thurman's like, like, what are you, gay, pan, whatever? And he's like, bisexual. So it's like, it's a really kind of, that's a big part of it. It's not just like, oh, two cutie gay guys. It's Mm -hmm. one of them's like, bisexual pride you know and that like, is oh i'm a closeted of... gay guy whatever it's like no I'm bi. <laughs> yeah yes so it's like it is very that does uma say bisexual in like a twang bisexual when you hear what uma thurman says in this movie I've she says truvada she says truvada like that truvada truvada should only be said with a twang she says anal intercourse <laughs> anal intercourse she says that it's on. I, I mean, you're, you're you're gonna lose it, but like you're gonna lose it. So like, whatever. That's a positive. So you're saying Uma studied like Mr. DNA's oov to like get her <laughs> accent down. <laughs> <laughs> anal intercourse. I just want to make sure you know you need to wear a condom if you're having anal intercourse. Oh, honey. And then you found this, or Timmy found this, a story from what? Republic World. Who is Taylor Zakar Perez and is he LGBTQ plus? Taylor Zakar Perez may be playing an LGBTQ plus character in Red, White, and Royal Blue, but in real life, the actor has never publicly discussed his sexuality. However, Perez is a fierce advocate for LG fierce is pushing it. Is a fierce advocate for LGBTQ plus rights, telling Sharp magazine in 2021 for reasons I really don't understand. Quote, going from trans rights to gay rights to people of color's rights to all of it. I'm here for all of it, however they need it. <laughs> okay, what? Okay. okay, I'm sorry. That I have to say though, that's ally speak, which makes me think, no, he's not LGBTQ. Yeah. Being like, whatever it is, I support it. <laughs> the headline for this story, which was in Sharp Magazine, written by uh-huh. Max Gao, I can't tell if this is a read or not. But the headline for what? this profile, which Sharp Magazine looks like it's sort of like a fashion, a digital only fashion, and like kind of broad culture website because like he's dressed in certain things and they explain like what he's wearing and stuff Uh the headline is 
Taylor Zakar Perez is a star for the streaming age. <laughs> what is that? That's like almost, is that rude? I mean, not not as written, but certainly rude, yes. Yeah. Being a star for the streaming age is like, wow, your face is meant to be seen on like a compu- a laptop screen or like a f- like a phone. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, you- and this <laughs> comes out of and this comes out of other places. Okay, so the the quote out of context is sort of like, why are you being an ally? It's actually a result of a of a line of questioning about his own identity. So let me quote the full thing because in context it's not as strange. Yeah, let's give the full quote. With his newfound platform, Perez, who acknowledges that his mixed heritage has allowed him to pass as other races in the past, recognizes the unspoken responsibility that he has to speak out about issues that directly affect his own loved ones. And then he says, quote, going from trans rights to gay rights to people of color's rights to all of it. I'm here for it. All of it. However, they need it. As I'm meeting more people, my only intention is to bring love, kindness and support after this freaking Mm -hmm. year that we just went through. He's talking about 2020. Yeah, no, I I was there. He's of Mexican, Middle Eastern and Mediterranean descent. And he's saying, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm capable of passing as white. But here's why I'm going to speak about that. So it's not like as random as the robot made it seem. But also... He was doing press for that. This is not even having to do with red, white, and royal. Exactly. So we haven't even gotten. And like they did like a GQ fashion Mm -hmm. thing. They've done a few things. Like he did an interview with um, actually H. Allen Scott. Shout out to H. Allen Scott for Newsweek. And one of the questions that H. Allen asked was, you have gone into more adult roles because he's also in Minx. You know, that show that like kind of Mm -hmm. nobody watches, but people who watch it love it. With what's his face? Jake Jake Johnson or something. Yeah. People are like, why is no one watching Minx? And it's like, I don't, I know. I don't like, know. What? I don't know how to watch that. And then so he says, like, your roles have been all over the place, progressively more adult. Has that been intentional? And he says, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, and so bringing that into the TV and film world, I mean, Kissing Booth was exciting because I got to show singing, dancing, guitar playing, and being a Latin addition to an already successful IP. That meant something... And the amount of times people have come to me on the street, like young guys with their girlfriends, young guys with their boyfriends or whatever. They're like, you're my favorite character in Kissing Booth. I watch mm-hmm. it with my girl. I never see anyone on TV that looks like me. That's awesome. I didn't expect that to happen. There's a, a recent photo on his Instagram made me laugh. He, <laughs> he went and saw Shucked with his parents. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> so there's Good. like all these photos of him like with his parents, like backstage of Shucked. And he's with like Alex Newell and they're like hugging or like side hugging or whatever. Love and he's that. like with the cast backstage. And then there's, I guess a wall where people are like signing i don't know where they're why they're signing but it's like a bunch of people have signed at the shucked wall with the sharpie Uh and there's a photo Uh of him signing and then he's like posing at the camera but you can see what he wrote with the sharpie and what what he wrote on this guy what is it it's good i'm just saying it's giving straight to me i feel like this is confirmation that this is like he's purely an ally no i love this what what he wrote was y'all cracked my shit up <laughs> taylor <laughs> all right that's settled that's I settled think that, i think that that's we're settled, settled here i think it's i settled. think that's settled that's settled that's what we call settled i don't know if you are a queer Case person closed. who says you cracked my shit up call in i just i don't know any of those people so okay i can't really speak to that but um i'm an ally and i trust you do any of your queer friends say Lindsay, you cracked my shit up. <laughs> no, they say LMAO, LMAO. I was gagged. <laughs> I was screaming. I was dying. Or, I was crying. I was gagged. Yeah, if he had written on there like gagged, gagged. me straight to hell boots, <laughs> I'd be like, okay. If he had written like Alex Newell step on my neck or something, I would have been like, <laughs> there's a question here. <laughs> Alex Newell icon. <laughs> then I'd be like, okay. He wrote, let me read you it cracked. again. My y'all sh- cracked my shit y'all, up. Y'all, y'all cracked 
my <laughs> shit up. Whatever. That's great. Cracked my shit up. That's great. I want to be famous. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. You're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making, this this happens to Bobby all the time, the specialty cocktail that Josh is making, we're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be, su- there's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store, but we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash, because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app, they get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air. And when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra absorbent. It's lightweight. It's low dust. And one six pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, 
Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to be famous. I don't have a call here, but we did get emails about this, and I think that counts. We got emails and tweets being like, it's here, it's here, it's here. The Day of Indulgence is here. Oh, my God. It's the Day of Indulgence. It's like the time. Time really does fly when you're not indulging. And then all of a sudden the day comes and it's like, (laughs) time to indulge. Time to go to that lady's house and get a bunch of bracelets (laughs) or whatever. Remember last year at the Day of Indulgence? Jennifer Lopez was there and she got like the star image and the photos were all like kind of a sleigh. Yeah. Do this I year's Day of Indulgence seems like was it low key? Was a little less star power. Like your big star here was like Molly Shannon and Kelly Rowland. Like there wasn't well, Molly no Shannon was to there last them. year too. But she okay. was like the central figure in all of these photos. Molly Shannon. Why are the big stars not coming to Day of Indulgence? I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just a lot that day. But again, it was okay. the annual Jennifer Klein's Day of Indulgence. I believe this was the 25th year she's ever done it. This was the 25th anniversary of the event. Oh my God, 25 years of indulging. Yes. Maybe maybe the stars saying no more indulgence. Yes, I'm going to read the lead that Brandy Fowler wrote for InStyle, which always, which must have some sort of exclusivity deal with her. InStyle has the exclusive with the Day of Indulgence. I read InStyle once a year and it's when the Day of Indulgence. Because you will see photos of the Day of Indulgence, like on Us Weekly People or whatever. It's like Alexander D'Addario popping into Jennifer Klein's house for the Day of Indulgence, but you won't get the write up in the interview. Oh, of course she was there. She always goes. She's always there. Yeah, she always goes. Brandy Fowler wrote... On August 17th, right before we recorded on Thursday, if Treat Yourself Were a Soiree, film and TV producer Jennifer Klein's exclusive day of indulgence, FET, would be it. The annual star-studded event is held at Klein's Brentwood, California bungalow every August, and vets like Allison Janney, Tyra Banks, and Mindy Kaling show up religiously to indulge in the many treats on the grounds. So this is just an interview with people who were there. They're walking around. They're sort of like giving a party report, essentially, saying, all, but it's also uh-huh. Spawn because there's a million brands there. So uh-huh. I want to do this today instead of Tuesday because I know you're going to engage with this article at some point in the next five days when we record like regular Who Weekly. <laughs> and before you read it, I want to turn it into a game because it's impossible to ignore. You have to read the Day of Indulgence write-up. So I turned the Day of Indulgence into a game. And also to be fair, I think it's way more yeah. fun as a game than it is as a as oh, a piece yeah. of content at this point. Now 25 years in, you know, 25 God, years the in. aren't as good as they were last year. Like they really... They kind of flopped what's it, and I don't on? understand why. What's Lily Rabe is there. Lily Rabe is like, what's Jennifer going Klein. on? Um, okay. Jennifer Klein. Here we go. But the actual event itself seems as slay as always. So I don't know why the photography yeah, is sort yeah, of like yeah. missing it. No offense. In style, if you're listening, next year okay, you got to step up the game. Here is my game. Yeah. Every question is sort of different. Some of it's fill in the blanks. Some of it's like. I mean, it's, it's just a day of indulgence-themed exactly. game. Mm-hmm. Um, But we're mm-hmm. just going to go through it. There's like 12 questions. I'm maybe ready. 13. Number one, okay, I'm, I'm going to quote from the piece. The extravaganza kicked off in the blank. Did it kick off in the driveway, the foyer, the side garden, or the trunk of Leslie Mann's car? <laughs> the foyer. The driveway. I'm sorry. The extravaganza kicked off in the driveway, which in made the me driveway. crack up. Okay. In the driveway. Lindsay, I'm gonna, here's, a, here's a paragraph. 
As guests uh-huh. like Jordana Brewster arrived, baristas served up an assortment of pick-me-up beverages, including Live More Organic Smoothies, Stay Moving Probiotic Shots, and Shake Shack's Non-Dairy Shakes. Brewster couldn't resist grabbing a cup of Cafe Lux's cold brew. Which of those brands is fake? <laughs> Fuck. Let me read them again. Live more organic smoothies, stay moving probiotic shots, Shake Shack's non-dairy shakes, and Cafe Lux's cold brew. The second one, stay moving. <laughs> yeah, stay moving probiotic shots. I made that up. Lindsay, <laughs> <laughs> like, we were in the airport recently, and like there was a cookie that was like probiotic cookie, great for your gut. And I, I was still like, have it. this is weird, but I love it, <laughs> and I <laughs> ate too. <laughs> I still have, I still have it in my fridge. I haven't touched it. It's I'm good. scared to open it. Okay. Here's the thing about probiotic cookies: <laughs> they're the strangest texture you'll ever encounter. Next question. Blank! Exclamation mark. Kelly Rowland raved as she picked up a packet of just-released plant-based Reese's chocolate. (laughs) Okay. What did she scream? I'm obsessed with these. I've never seen these before. Holy crap! Or, I didn't know Reese's just-released plant-based chocolate. (laughs) I'm obsessed with these. No, it's, I've never seen these before. (laughs) No! Good okay, quote. we're doing a which of these brands is fake again. Okay. Because it's giving Drew Drogi Chloe Sevigny. And that was just the beginning. Inside the cozy home, colorful flower-made floral arrangements, top tables and snacks were at every turn. Mini nuts.com packets, nothing bunt cakes, Peyton's pretty pies, crumble cookies, sprinkles brownies, and baked by Melissa cupcakes were just a few of the bites guests noshed on. Um, wait, one of those is fake? Flower-made floral arrangements, Mininuts.com, Nothing Bunt Cakes, Peyton's Pretty Pies, Crumble Cookies, Sprinkles Brownies, and Baked by Melissa Cupcakes. Bunt by Bunt. The Bunt's one. Nothing Bunt bunt Cake. Yeah. No, that's a real brand. It's Peyton's Pretty Pies. That's fake. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) My friend who's getting married next month. Shout out Lauren. Wanted a Nothing Bunt Cake Bunt Cake, but they don't ship to New York. It's like a West Coast. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lauren. Meanwhile, Mindy Kaling snagged a pack of honest organic oh, gummies. Mindy and Tiffany, was there? Mindy was there. And Tiffany Haddish swooned over Carnegie Deli's confections. Quote, I loved those blank, exclamation mark, she said. What did she love? Lemon tarts, cheesecake bites, or gluten-free, dairy-free, keto, one-bite, organic, single-origin, and humanely sourced cocoa powder brownies from a woman-owned cocoa farm, Cocoa Cuties? <laughs> okay, that last one is... <laughs> A huge sleigh that you made up. Uh, The second one? Yeah, they're cheesecake bites. You got it right. Okay. (laughs) Yvonne Orgy is there. That's fucking gross. I loved those cheesecake bites, she said. Imagine saying that. Okay. Quote, it's like a reunion, Yvonne Orgy told in style. Quote, I walk in, I see Tyra, Natasha, Dominique Fishback. We can give each other flowers and also enjoy the sun, some nice food, and good freebies. Speed. Next paragraph. Speaking of banks... Who has attended the event since the very first one? The supermodel arrived wearing blank. Okay, here are your options. Uh A white ALC blazer and frame jeans. A Nanette Lepore painted dress. A green blazer and matching trousers. Or a Smize and Dream shirt to rep her ice cream brand, which was on site. Oh my God. Which one is made up? Which one's real? What was she wearing? The last one? The last one? Yeah, she was wearing a Smize and Dream shirt to rep her no. ice cream brand, which was on which site. Which was on site. <laughs> <laughs> the photos of everyone looking sort of like casual cutie 
in like cute outfits, but definitely casual, but definitely glam. And then Tyra's yeah. literally just in a Smize and Dream t-shirt. I'm just I like, this well, girl can't knows, stop selling. She knows the day is to indulge. Yeah. I, I think she has, she has the right mindset about it. It's like, honeys, indulge in my ice cream. Which pregnant uh, celebrity gave this like, quote, that's way too earnest for the day of indulgence? Quote, it's my first time ever coming and I'm loving it, Blank told in style as she rubbed her baby bump. Quote, it's so beautiful. The community of women having just a day of enjoyment, a day of indulgence, and getting that sort of pampering that I think we all like to see or experience after a hard day's work. Who went out of their way to deliver this insane quote? Was it Sierra, Uzo Aduba, Whitney Cummings, or famously pregnant Dakota Johnson? <laughs> Uzo Aduba. It's Uzo Aduba, yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. Quote, the blank bar is a vibe. High School Musical alum Monique Coleman, who arrived with Fishback, said as she two-stepped in front of a snack bar, quote, I'm over here doing the blank dance. What bar is a vibe? The Don Julio bar? The oh. Spindrift oh. bar? Oh. The Salad bar? Or the Health oh. Aid Kombucha bar? Oh my God, it better not be, she better not be doing a dance in front of the Health Aid Kombucha bar. The, f- the first one. Don Julio? Yeah. No, it's the salad bar. The salad bar no. is a vibe. I'm over here no. doing the salad dance. No, no, no. <laughs> That's funny, no. Not a salad bar. The salad bar is a vibe. <laughs> okay, next question. The Blank. Salad. The salad bar is a vibe. I'm over here doing the salad dance. Okay. No, stop. Blank, Christina Hendricks exclaimed. What did she exclaim? I can't stop putting shit in my bag. Or... Fuck the AMPTP. Or have you tried the watermelon margaritas? Or is that Rachel Senate? <laughs> These are all believable. I know. Um, have you tried the watermelon margaritas? Okay, well. Okay, just a few more. Roland fell in love with a few brands in the backyard and the general vibe of the event. <laughs> Quote, fell in love with a few brands I love this. in the backyard. <laughs> Quote, the energy with all the women here has been great. I love that part of it the most. Roland told in style before blank. What's the end of the sentence? Roland told in style before showing off the glow, the fresh rose deep hydration face creep gave her hand, grabbing a pair of Quay sunglasses from the table, applying some of Halo 42's Copa Bio nourishing face and body elixir to her already glowing cheeks. Or Roland told in style before, telling Christina Hendricks that no, she wasn't going to finish her watermelon margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take that? Can I take um, you right? <laughs> are you done with that? Are you going to finish that? The first one, whatever the rose. Yeah. The energy with all the women in here has been great. I love that part of it the most. Roland told in style before God. showing off okay, the glow the fresh rose deep hydration face cream gave her hand. Okay. Oh, go. God. This is brutal. Quote, I think I'm just going to start a new trend where I just walk around blank, Haddish joked. Where I just walk around doing what? With my Kai Wellness crystal ear seeds all over my face. With what? my dazzle dry toe separators on at the petty bar. Oh. In oh. a Brooklinen robe. Or... With my hydrofacial mask on. The hydrofacial mask. No, in a Brooklyn and robe. She has a Brooklyn and robe on and she wears it the whole time. Okay, great. <laughs> Which of these women was Molly Shannon not photographed with? Tiffany Haddish, Kelly Rowland, Kaylee Cuoco, Nisi Nash, Alexander Daddario, or Leslie Mann? Leslie Mann. 
No. She was photographed with Leslie Mann. She was not photographed with Kelly Rowland. And the final question. As they left the event, each guest took home another major gift. Le sports sack bags, a silver or rose gold Samsonite suitcase, Madewell jeans, Hoka sneakers, petite plume pajamas, T3's Afar lightweight travel size hair dryer, Sam Edelman Gigi sandals, Solar Wave radiant renewal skincare wands, Aritzia Alanya pants, higher oh, dose stop. supercharger, copper body brush. Which of those did they not take home with them? The brush. No, all of the above. They took all of them home. I would take all of them home, too. You did a good job. I can't believe all these celebrities finally got their day of indulgence. They really deserved it. It's been a hard year. Mm-hmm. These photos are so funny. I have to see the photos now. The full Tiffany Haddish quote about the Brooklyn and robe is so funny. As for Haddish, she loved her Brooklyn and bathrobe so much that she walked around the event in it. Quote, I think I'm going to start a new trend where I just walk around in a Brooklyn and robe. Haddish joke. Quote, this is perfect for right out of the shower. Long day. Take your shower. Put your Brooklyn and robe on and just get in bed and go to sleep. It's just like the celebrities truly go crazy when they go here. I just love that. It's like she's like, I'm going to start a trend where you wear a comfy robe and get into bed. It's like, yeah, like most people do that. That's like what a normal person's life is often like. You know what I mean? Like they figured that out already. You don't need to influence people to put on a robe and go to sleep. Yeah. There's a funny photo of like. Kobe Smulders and Vanessa Bayer posing because they're both in green. Like Vanessa Bayer's in like a green dress and Kobe Smulders is in a green blazer and green pants. And it goes, Vanessa Bayer and Kobe Smulders, who arrived together in completely unplanned coordinating green ensembles, walked around the event together. Quote, we always text each other before the event. We're like, I'm so excited. Quote, this is the place I discover great products that I use in my life, Smulders added. I can't. I can't. <laughs> How did they get these women to say this shit? It's like unbelievable. Jennifer Klein is an evil genius. Oh my God. Niecy Nash was there with Jessica Betts. And you can tell Jessica Betts is like, this is crazy. (laughs) This is so crazy. Whenever like a not famous person comes into the room, it's like energy. The energy is like not normal. Yeah. The funniest thing about this is like Uzo gave like a very good quote like the the perfect quote that like jennifer klein wants right but also uzo's having the time of her life because there's a photo she's the only person or let me change that she's the person photographed with the most shit in her hands (laughs) like uzo's like i came to win I just feel like it's so funny because I feel like celebrities get free shit and get sent free shit all, all the, time. the time. Like, remember when what's his face was complaining about because he bought Vanessa Hudgens' house and was like, I still get sent her free shit. Like, mm-hmm. it still comes mm-hmm. here. To go to a party where you get more shit and you're, I just feel like you have to really be a certain type of person that I admire to be like, no, I want more free shit. The free yeah. shit I get is not enough. Yeah. You know, baseline free shit. I need more free shit. Okay. I think we should be done. Thank you for calling in keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns for our friday show we'll see you on tuesday with another episode of the main show we're back to our normal schedule again buy tickets come see us in for now for now come see us in minneapolis come see us in boston come see us all over the place we are sold out in atlanta unfortunately but yeah send us a dm if you want to come and don't have tickets we'll see what happens i don't know we can't make any guarantees get lucky you know yeah. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. I'm so happy you get to listen to Addison Ray all day today. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. 
this is the place I discover great products that I use in my life, Smolders added. Hey, Who Weekly. I saw Hari Mess do the cha-cha slide this weekend on Fire Island. Crunch, crunch. I just saw a picture of the Scrub Daddy guy, and he was wearing a necklace with the Scrub Daddy on it, the face, you know? And I'm just wondering how we can get one for Lindsay. Um, hi, so this is actually a call for Lena Dunham because I know she's a listener and, you know, how else am I going to communicate with her? Um, so, Lena, uh, it seems like you and Jennifer Lawrence know each other. She clearly is like a pop culture girly, right? Like, she loves the housewives, and now she's commenting on this Taylor Swift, Carly Claw stuff. So, Lena, can you confirm, uh, is Jennifer Lawrence a hooligan? I feel like of all the thems, she's maybe the most plausible. Any other guesses on them to maybe hooligan? Crunch, crunch, Lena. I just said crunch, crunch on a voicemail to someone I work with. I didn't know how to end the voicemail, and I'm so used to calling you guys. I said crunch, crunch. Oh, my God. How am I going to explain this?